us having fun. Whoa, what's that beam of light? Hey, young Andrew Lens. It's me, Andrew Lens from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PSAP Radio Network! The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. It's been a minute. It's been. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, it's been a minute because it needed to be a minute. And to be honest with you, dude, I didn't know how to go forward because we're living in a, a just kind of different time in history right now. Like this is definitely a pivotal time in history. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on in the world. And it felt weird saying, all right, you know, the one week where all that shit was going down and, it, you know, it was real heavy immediately right after George Floyd's death. Um, the whole thing that went down, you know, the protests. Uh, and it's just been like every it's almost like every single day since there's been more and more and more and more and more stuff just coming out. Um, it just felt weird coming back because we, we did the episode that was real quick saying we weren't doing an mm-hmm. episode. You know, we just, you know, wanted to be able to acknowledge it yeah exactly uh but it just felt weird to be just coming back and be like hey so did you play this video game and did you watch this or did Mm -hmm. you do that it just feels weird with what's going on and i've struggled with that for a little bit i've been thinking about that like how do i like what should we be using the show to as a platform you know to inform people and, and discuss things that are important um, because most of the time our show is silly and dumb and like we just make fun of things we talk to you know we just it's it's just kind of one of those escapes and I just wasn't sure. I was like, I'm not sure what to do with this. I really don't. Really? Yeah. I really I, didn't. I didn't know you were thinking that. Um, you, were, you were there. But you know what? I listened to, I, I've talked about this on this show. I've talked about it on a past podcast I've been on. I've been on, I listened to a podcast called speak between the lines. It's these three black dudes down in Texas. They're, they're amazing, amazing mm-hmm. show. I've been on since like episode six or seven, something like that. Um, and they're already past a hundred. Uh, it's a great show. And, you know, the reason I loved it is because these three guys just sit around and they talk about stuff and, you know, they, they have a format to the show. They come with their wins and losses for the week. And then they have a topic that they discuss, which is usually the kind of conversations that typically you wouldn't really have with friends that they're like deeper conversations, you know, I mean, maybe close yeah. friends. Um, so that, but they, that's what they usually discuss. But since this has happened, you know, all of their episodes have been very focused on, you know, the struggles of black people in the country, um, you know, the th- things that they have dealt with, their experiences, their point of views on this. Um, um, excuse me. Uh, so listening to it, 
I just the the newest episode that came and if for listeners out there go check it out and definitely listen to the last four episodes five episodes uh, some powerful stuff some real poignant stuff and some really important stuff stuff that should be heard uh, especially coming from these men who you know have experienced this and you know it's not like they're not like us dude Mm-mm, you know no you're white I'm I mean I'm a lighter skin Hispanic person you know what I mean uh, but. But this is different, dude. So it's a, it's an amazing show. But I was listening to it, and one of the things that uh, one of the hosts just said on the newest episode was that he has been struggling as well because he wants to do the show, and he knows he has a responsibility with that platform to continue to discuss these things and bring these out, you know. And he struggles with wanting to have an episode where you know they can just kind of goof off and have a good time, or do one of those episodes because in his mind he's thinking, should we be? the platform or should we be the people who continue to try to educate and put that stuff out there, you know, or, uh, you know, is it okay that we have, or should we be an escape for people? Right. Because obviously people need an escape as well. Um, so it made me think about it and I thought, you know what, I get where he's coming from and it made me feel better to be like, I want to come back and do the show, but it is going to be slightly different because I think we have to talk about important things. Uh, yeah. ever since we started this podcast network and we, all the shows we've had in the past, we always said, you know what, we're going to keep politics out of our shows. We're going to keep that kind of those discussions out of our shows. We want it to be just kind of this stuff. And I get, you know, Chris and Anthony just can't stop is one of those mindless shows where, but for me, I just feel like we're doing a disservice to, to just humanity as a whole. If we're not discussing things that are important, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that we're like, a voice that people are going to clamor to, to listen to, but for the people who do listen to us, you know, there may be things they've never heard before or were, you know, didn't think of a certain way. So I think we should address things that are important. So I think moving forward, we will still do things like, you know, I still haven't seen the Miles Morales trailer for Mm -hmm. that. We'll do that, you know, watch that, check it out. We'll discuss TV shows. We might even do that on this episode, whatever the case is, but I really think we have to address important things that are happening in the world as well. Not just kind of, uh, so what you've been up to dude uh, i don't know you know just kind of watching this on netflix and do you know what i mean yeah no i i definitely agree and see i <clears throat> i guess when i saw chris and anthony as as the podcast and we're kind of moving forward i always let i always favored the were that escape that escape but but you can but, have that you can have yes. that at the same time but we should be more aware I see and I, vocal. I, it's all like even whenever we decide to start a new show, it's always like, do we take politics? Do we stay away? And there is not even just our show. It's just anytime I start a show, I always kind of fight of that. How do I, how do I want to go forward with this? Whether or not you want to keep your personal yes. beliefs out of it. Because well, we're, not paid, we're not getting paid. We're not getting paid by any sponsors. No, no. This is our thing. Yeah. We, you know, and, we own the network. We're a part of the network. We're, we're, you know, it's, it's, it's get out of here. Like we're mm-hmm. not in any kind of trouble of getting kicked off. Oh, no. Or... But I think if I was to ever – I give I get very liberal and very vocal on Vinyl Divers because it just – I think the music brings that part out of me. But anything else I jump on, I really try to stay neutral. If I was to get personal and if on a play, on a platform that I would feel comfortable and want to, it would be the show. Because Chris and Anthony, our show uh, – from back issues to Hardly Awesome to this – our show has always been my true. I tell everyone, you want to see me at my most raw, my most true. I go listen to back issues, listen to Hartley Awesome, listen to Chris and Anthony. That's me. Yeah. So I am all for it if we want to open that door. So here we go. 
All right. Because there's a lot I, that's been going on, I have on, something dude. I can bring Since out. we last yeah. talked about this, there's been a lot of shit fucking going on. So mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matters movement just exploded once again, you know, and across the country we've had nothing but protests. You know, there's been a lot of uh, – there has been, you know, rioting and, mm-hmm. and looting and vandalism, and that's always going to come when there's a powder keg. When people are fed up, it's always going to happen. Yep. But what's also going to always happen is there's going to be people who are trying to undermine the movement that are going in to create that on purpose. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To to make sure that a movement which is important that people should pay attention to gets kind of brushed aside as nothing but a violent group of people, right? And it doesn't help that the president of the United States literally feeds into that shit. Um, so this has been going on, right? Statues have been coming down. And then all of a sudden, uh, Trump writes this thing where now it's a law that if you – it's an executive order that if you deface any kind of government stat, anything like that, you face 10 years mandatory in prison. And so what he's wow. doing is he's okay. taking pictures. He's got all these like uh, security photos of, of all these people who were doing this around the country before this was a penalty. And he's putting – if you go to his Twitter, there's like nonstop. It's picture after picture of these people saying, find these people. These people need to be prosecuted, blah, blah, blah. That's the That's... president of the United States targeting civilians to be thrown in prison, specific civilians. So these statues are coming down, dude. What are your thoughts on that? Listen, fuck the statues for real. That's what I'm asking you. Like, what's I mean, what do you honestly, think? how I feel about the statues is that I don't know specifically which specific I don't have a list of statues of which ones are being brought down and who they were specifically representing. I know a good portion of them were the uh, community of I think they're the Confederate generals in the South or the, were the ones that were that those are the ones that I acknowledge that I've been seeing on Facebook and on social media being shared that they're being taken down. And in my opinion, statues of Confederate generals from the civil war should not be held in honor. There's nothing honorable about fighting against the United States in the civil war. That right there is, I, I, there is no argument there. There, there should be no more moving forward. Yeah, dude, it's it. It is. It's a, almost all of them are Confederate statues. There are some that are being torn down of men who are, have been held up, uh, but have been slave owners back in the day. And it's you know they're held up because of whatever other, whatever other accomplishments there are. So you're right. It's that's that's one of the things I saw online is a lot of people are are like, how are you going to hold up somebody that's been uh, that literally tried to overthrow the United States mm-hmm. of America. They're 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 traitors. Yeah, I I don't uh, I, I'm on. But that. you're pissed off that people are standing up right now and saying what's happening is wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't. You make no sense. Yeah, it, you want to hold up people who become who stood up and said we want to do our own thing, and now we're there's people who are literally trying to fight just to be alive. Correct. And you're pissed off at that. Yeah, it's I'm, annoying. I am very. So you're you're down you're for them tearing them down. Yeah, I mean, I, there's I, people who would argue saying it's still history. Like if you just try to ignore history, isn't it? If you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yes, and I saw a great example uh, posted from a, I'm pretty sure it's my a good friend of mine uh, on Facebook, Anonymous, and you're a friend with Anonymous. 
I'll leave him anonymous. <laughs> and, Is that code? Because you are friends with anonymous? I don't know. I, I don't know who they are. So maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. People of the United States. <laughs> this is anonymous. Uh, you shared about how the monument, or about the museum for uh, in Auschwitz, about a horrible, horrible time in the world's history with the Holocaust with the Jews, and the, the museum was they they didn't know what to do with the memorials and like all the monuments from the from the Nazis and everything because it was part of the Jewish the Jewish history and the in the the, the Jewish, German history the German history and the the Jewish people said to keep it as a museum but yeah. don't don't glorify it don't put statues right. don't promote well, it well we already have statues that's what i'm saying yeah. so people are pulling them down and there's people saying well if you pull them down then we're not like why would we go and build brand new so my thought and i mm -hmm. saw a lot of people thought the same way put those in museums sure be, take them down especially with the the spray yes. paint and everything on them yeah cuz here's the problem and when i was listening to these guys speak between the lines guys uh one of the guys made this point is that when you go there, right, you go because they live in the South, so mm -hmm. they see these statues, right? When you go to these statues, the plaque on the statue says, you know, this general uh, led this many men to to battle. He won this many battles during the Civil War. Glorified. Uh, he's a great – he was one of the great men of, of the Confederacy Army. And there's nothing about how many slaves he owned, his belief system uh, uh, on race, uh, you know, none of that. And there's nothing on there that says this was one of the men that led the traitors. Yeah, because that's what that is. I mean, I'm not against taking the statues and keeping them preserved in a museum and have it be taught through history. Teach the history. No, no, it is it it is not. It is. But they won't is, teach the history, dude. They won't teach. The You've art. been no. to school. Yeah. You're, you, you went through history classes. Mm -hmm. You and I have had conversations. When I showed you the Rodney King beaten, I didn't know about and that. And then this, you know, LA the Rock. men when they went to trial, the cops that went to trial, and when yeah. they were acquitted, I remember when I showed you this documentary on it, and you watched it. You watched this man be beat with your brand, your own eyes. You watched the footage. I wasn't. You watched it. how many men beat him with batons and kicked him and just punched him. You saw that. Then the story tells you that these men were put on trial. And I'm like, they're going to go to jail, right? Because it's on video. Yeah. And then you found out not one of them did. They were acquitted. I remember looking over at you and your fucking mouth just dropped. Your jaw dropped like, what? And then what happened after? Because that was a powder keg, right? What had happened after the, the L.A. riots um, was, again, when they were acquitted, that was it. That was the the match that went on top of everything else that had built up over the, uh, the previous decades, the 70s and 80s, even in the 60s. Think about uh, California in the 60s going through counterculture revolution, right? And they're pulling out, you know, they're pulling out hoses and 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 knocking, you know, black people down and arresting them for no reason. And so when that gets built up, right, and then you know it's year after year of police brutality in the 80s when they declared the war on drugs and all of a sudden there were these tanks with battering rams knocking down walls of people's homes in south central la in compton and these neighborhoods that were predominantly black you know nonstop. then police brutality has always been a thing it mm -hmm. just it wasn't it didn't just start with oh, no. rodney king it had been a thing for years there's a movie called colors from the 80s it's an insane movie it's about lapd you should check it out. 
Um, but it was a powder keg, right? Mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, all of these guys, Eric, Eric, what was his name? Eric, Eric Garner. Gar- Eric, yeah. uh, you know, even Brianna Taylor, the most that recent was- one, like all of these things kept happening and nobody was being held accountable. You're telling me you're not expecting people to explode, man, and knock down statues that because they're done. They're like, we're done with this. We're done. It's time to 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 stop all this nonsense. Why is it taking so long to stop this nonsense? My. I. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I I, I ask. I, I. I feel like I do my part to be a good a good person. I really do. And it really isn't hard. To just be a good person. It really is not hard to be a good person. No, you can be a good person. But I think where we're at now, and this is why I bring it up when it comes to the podcast, we have this platform. And it's not okay to just be a good person. It's a a responsibility to be somebody that brings this up so Mm -hmm. that it becomes conversation so people are aware of it and to kind of educate people who might not be educated. Dude, there's so much like... When I was listening to their podcast, there was a lot of stuff they were discussing that I knew. Like I remembered mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and I know about, you know, how, you know, racism is just ingrained in our country. I know about this. I yeah. know about, you know, the structural, you know, the way they do like it's this it wasn't something I was ever blind to, right? But it wasn't anything that I ever kept to bringing up saying, "Hey, isn't this fucked up?" Like, mm-hmm. "Come on. This is fucked up. We should be making changes." Uh, and that's where we are now. Right? We're at a point where it's not okay to just be, you know, hey, I'll be a good person and be good to people and, and do my best to, you know, show people that I'm not racist. It's not even that anymore. Now it's about uh, just really being aware of what our world is like, the structure of our world and why it's that way. And the injustices that they're that are happening these things need to be discussed and brought up you know and it's important and you know i don't know for me it's an important thing and that's why i feel like for chris and anthony just can't stop it's more about talking about shit that's important you know what i'm saying yeah dude i completely agree uh we've been given an opportunity and we've built a platform for our voices to talk about what we want to for our, our enjoyment and our listeners, our subscribers, everyone that has supported us since it, we owe it to now say, you know what? Let's use our voices for something that to make a difference yeah. where we can. Yeah. And I get there's always going to be people that are like, I don't want to talk politics. And it's okay. Yeah. I don't judge those people. I'm saying for me personally, I've come to a point now where I'm like, I just, I just feel like I want to talk more about things that matter as well mm-hmm. and not just – the latest, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat skin that was released. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I'm. We we have to be real, honestly. Yeah. Like like we have to talk like, not just you know pull back the facade, or pull facade. Yeah. Pull pull back the curtain and just uh, let's address it. Let's address real topics. And I agree. I I'm all for with you know uh, maybe not every episode, but if there are episodes where we do want to you know. Guess what? We have more pop culture stuff, or we have something else like of like video game stuff we want to discuss. Let's let's no, be I'm real. Saying, and let's let's be real at least in the forefront, and let's get to the real issues. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it doesn't even have end, to be where the whole episode's heavy. I mean, look, if it ends up being that because that, there's something so important to discuss, yes. But but like I think we don't. We need to make sure we still address important things. Mm. Uh, 
and not just come back with, hey, by the way, did you play this video game? Did you yes, watch this show? Did you hear this? You know, I think moving forward, that's a great i that's that's a great plan. Not moving forward, starting now. Just starting now. So what? Here's the other thing, dude. I don't know. Coronavirus hasn't stopped at all, and everybody's acting like it's okay now. Everybody's walking around like you see these states where they're just kind of like, nah, open up everything, no masks. I'm you almost positive it's all a hoax. I'm almost positive I saw through multiple like dot org like actual reputable sites saying that other states are now entering a lockdown again. I think Florida. Second, yeah, second lockdowns are coming. Question, and this is still through the first wave. This we haven't even had a second wave of stuff yet coming. Nope. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this bullshit? And I can't remember what state it's in, but apparently there's these college-age kids having coronavirus parties. And the point is, is they invite two or three people who are already infected, and then everybody else comes, and everybody puts money in a pot. And then whoever has symptoms first or gets tested positive first gets the money from the pot. That's for real. Fuck you. <laughs> not You've you. Not, not, not you. But You haven't heard this? No. Listen, if I gotta look it up and see where it's at now. I'm oh my god. Like that hurt that hurts my head so much. Like there are people that are trying so hard to still social distance. I'm not even gonna be blind about it. You and me, honestly, I feel are two of the people in my life that I noticed that are trying their their hardest to social distance. A lot of my friends are all hanging out, no problem. Uh a lot of my family is just they don't care at all like cnn young people well yeah young people are throwing coronavirus parties with a payout when one gets infected some young people in alabama are throwing these parties a disturbing competition where people have coronavirus attend and the first person to get infected receives the payout the parties are being held in tuscaloosa and infected people are urged to attend so other can intentionally contract the virus darwinism at its finest the city council member Son, uh, Sonia McKinstry told CNN that she had heard about the trend from fire officials. Quote, we thought it was kind of rumors at first. We did some research. Not only do the doctor's offices confirm it, but the state confirmed that they also had the same information. Good Lord. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah, the first person confirmed by a doctor to, to have coronavirus after the exposure wins the money made off the ticket sales. Over the past few weeks, there have been several parties in the city and surrounding areas and probably more that officials don't know about. So just keep an eye out on Alabama's numbers here over the next week. Oh, my God. Let's know, well, do you see what I'm saying? Like, like, this is the world we're living in. How do we ignore it and just talk about other things? And I know real. it's kind of like we need escapes ourselves, And that's what we'll say. We'll, we'll yeah. discuss those things as well. But... This is so much going on in this year we that's can't just fucking ridiculous. It. It's we like, can't. how is this happening? How is this our world right now, dude? Through, when when the rest of the world it? is looking at the United States and saying, you're not coming and traveling when international not travel that. opens. They're looking at us like we're a danger to the world right now. Yeah, we're not. We like, are literally, our country our is a danger to the world. Our president is not urging support and the proper no he's posting pictures of people that he says should be taken to jail for defacing exactly. uh, confederate statues rather than telling everyone listen get the fuck inside and stay home stops this fucking spread no instead he's ordering the army and and police and whatever force can go out there to literally uh declare war on peaceful protesters instead of 
doing what he can so the rest of the world will fucking open back up to the United States. Nope. Instead, he's holding press conferences where he says this isn't bad. Our numbers are great. Our testing's great. And the only reason the numbers go up is because we're testing so much, so we should t- slow down testing. We're in a fucking world where the president's phone should be removed from his hands and smacked every nope. time he gets hit nope. back. Because instead of talking about the numbers of people uh, that have died, he likes to tweet about the numbers that are watching him when he does a press conference. That's our world, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you ignore it? We got to come back and we have to be real now. Like, we really do. And we can do the next episode opening the way we do with our fun thing because that's cool. But we're still going to always address stuff. But uh, today I wanted to come back and just be like, look, you know, I know we're all in it. And if people came to us because they wanted an escape, I'm sorry that we're going to be a little bit more real now. Uh, Actually, I'm not sorry, you know, because it's important and we need to be. Uh, But if, you know, there's plenty of other shows on the network that are a great escape. Mm You know, uh, off the top of my head, two point conversation, panel discussion, retro bliss, retro bliss for sure, retro pop. Oh, God, you know, yeah. go check those shows out if you just need a complete escape. Trust me. Uh, but we're we're definitely not going to shy away from our thoughts on things anymore. We're not going to discuss. You know, it's not going to be this kind of this is off limits anymore. Mm-hmm. If if you know, because for me. It's, I'm done with that, dude. I got to talk. I got to say it, and it's important that people continue to learn and educate themselves because only through education and learning how to think critically and think for yourself are we going to progress because right now we're going nowhere dude we this are country backtracking is, so hard this country's failing the experiment called democracy we're literally failing it right now mm-hmm. and trump has shown us that it's failed because there's somebody that has completely hijacked the highest office in the land and no one does anything about a lot of the shit he's doing, which just blows my mind. Like I remember when he got elected and I knew he was going to be kind of off the, off the wall with things. And, and I remember thinking at least we have a government in place, right? Cause that's the idea of the government yep. checks and balances. So I was like, I remember just thinking, yes, there's ones that are part of his party, but he's not going to be able to do that much damage because these people have to answer for it too. Yeah. Like boy was I wrong. People are just getting away with fucking just blank murder. Fucking wrong, dude. It's insane. Uh anyway, oh. they still haven't arrested the guys uh, the guys that killed Brianna Taylor. So, I'm oh. going to say that every episode too. Uh not just that. I mean, I, I don't want to just point it out for Brianna Taylor, but that's a super important one that like it's ridiculous that nothing has had one, one guy was fired since mm-hmm. so far. Like nothing else has happened. That's fucking crazy, dude. Crazy. Anyway, uh, so coronavirus, college virus parties, that should be fun. Check out Alabama's numbers here in the next couple of weeks. Everybody else, too, has been going up because oh, they don't care. Every, everyone is going out. Um, I saw what I did see in Florida was that bars are now uh, no longer public. You're not allowed to go to go out drinking to a bar, I think. It was so Florida? it's as of this day, this recording, it's the day before Independence Day. It's July 3rd. We so saw it this- took this long for them to say, don't go into bars. When did bars close for us? March 22nd? Like, it was immediate, dude. Yep. And, and well, no, no, no. It had to happen April? after. No, it was like the week after uh, St. Patty's Day because New York State couldn't fucking stop drinking. Yeah, they couldn't stop them. So they said, you Just know what? Just self-control people. It. Because people, and I'll, you know what? And that's self-control. The thing. Nobody wanted to deal with this pandemic. They didn't want to take Mm-mm. it seriously. And now it became one. And everybody had to stay inside. And it got... Got real, dude. People got tired of being inside. We've discussed it on previous episodes where we're just kind of like, what have you been up to? What are you doing to keep busy? Uh, And 
you know, it, it's slowly things have been starting to open up again and we're in phase four now where, I mean, we have a lot, I've seen a lot more traffic on the streets, a lot more people walking around downtown when we're working. Uh, restaurants are now at 50, 50% capacity mm-hmm. on the inside. Um, and open patios, open patios, uh, still doing curbside for some places. Certain stores are still are opening up. Certain stores at the mall are opening up. Uh, Thing is, New York's numbers, from what I have have seen, gone down. They've gone. New York keeps going down. So we are New, at New York State are doing something correct. Right. Well, a lot of people are. You know, there's still going to be people that act like it's not a big deal. But here is the real problem: there's a lot of New Yorkers that go down to Florida at this time of year, and so a lot of them have still done it. And the problem with that is that Florida has not taken care of themselves. So when they're walking around New York in certain towns of this this state, they feel safe because they know everybody has been taking it serious. Almost everybody mm-hmm. is wearing their masks. They're doing their thing. Buffalo, man, I'm, I'm every time I look outside and see people walking around, masks everywhere. Maybe one or two not, right? They go into a state where people have not taken it seriously yet. They're still not taking it seriously, mm-hmm. which means they're going to get it. Or if they don't show any symptoms, they're carrying it and they're coming back and they're coming back. And yes, you're supposed to be quarantined, right? That's but the who's new really thing right quarantining? now. Who's watching them? Oh, no one is. And then on top of it, what about the people driving in? People driving into our state every single day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people drive down to Florida and drive back. Or a lot of people from Florida drive up to New York in the summer because it's too fucking hot and they want to go somewhere where it's a little bit more pleasant. Me and Amber, we were out and about and we saw a whole family walking out of a store, no mask at all. We're like, are you kidding? It was a large store too. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? And we were following kind of like, weren't like on purpose, but we kind of saw where they were going to their car. Ohio plates. See what I'm saying? People from out of state that don't don't care. Or they really don't don't know. Yes, they know. Are they not watching the news? It's a thing. Like everyone's saying you should be wearing masks. I know, but if they but if they don't understand how New York State is still, doesn't matter, dude. It's about being Oh, I oh I'm on right board thing. with you. But thing is doing if, the right if thing. they're from a state that doesn't care, when they come here, they're really not gonna care. But uh yeah, I'm I'm aggravated at everyone that just says that this is nothing and that are arguing over the statues. Yeah. There's a lot of turmoil. You know what else has happened, dude? What else? Uh, the world of wrestling has just fucking exploded and crumbled around me. Well, what happened? Uh, over the past few weeks, there's been a movement coming out of there, too. It's been called the Speaking Out Movement, the Speak Out Movement. Really? But they just started laying it out. All all these women and men, some men, uh, started coming out and just exposing predators Really? Uh, in the industry, uh, people who have sexually assaulted them, uh, people who have groomed teenage girls to try to get fans. Uh, it's, it was disgusting, dude. And it started bringing up like it not even bringing up. It was exposing people like I liked like indie wrestlers. I liked never would have thought that. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it just became this Dude, this I'm telling you, man, so much has happened now in the past month and a half. That it's it just can't be quiet, dude. Anymore. I you mean, gotta talk about it. You, you honestly, comedians, Chris Delia. You see what happened with Chris Delia? Chris Delia. Oh, why am I going blank? Dude, fucking. He, apparently, he was trying to you know get with younger girls and uh whatever from whenever he would be touring on the road. Like it was, this, it's disgusting, dude. It's crazy. That's fucking horrible. All this in the, in the comic book industry. More now, like more. Warren Ellis. 
it came out that he was somebody who used to groom people and more like name after name, dude, you can go, just go on. But Twitter has become this kind of place where now everyone's getting exposed. And for like two or three days, it it was almost like going back on to be like, Oh my God, what next? What next? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? But after a while I just got sick. I was like, Oh my God, dude, I just can't believe how much bullshit is out there. I can't. I I, was, that's why we put height, kayfabe on hiatus. That's why we're like, you know, I, I was texting Johnny and, and Matt and I was like, look, uh, I haven't felt like the passion for wrestling in the past couple of months for sure since COVID because it has changed how the presentation of the shows are. So it is lacking and I've just kind of not been even interested. You know, I have like four, seven weeks of AEW on my DVR. Mm-hmm. And so I told him, I said, but now with all of this shit going down and just how just kind of disgusting it feels, I was like, I kind of need a break. You know, I said, you guys can keep doing the show if you want. I support you. I'll keep editing it. I'll put it up. I'll produce. I have no problem with that, but I need to step away from a while. I need a break from, from professional wrestling. And they apparently had been feeling that as well. They just didn't want to tell me because they thought, you know, Chris loves wrestling. Like, he's the one who wants to really talk these things. And I do. I did. Uh, but just, yeah, they both were feeling it themselves. So they're like, yeah, no, let's just put it on hiatus. So it went on hiatus. Uh, but yeah, dude, like so much has been going on and it's crazy, 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 crazy. Dude. I mean, you were, how I, about for you, dude? Well, so, so Ray, JK Rowling, I was just going to go there for real. <laughs> like, honestly, it's horrible because I, I've heard and, uh, me and a coworker have discussed it and it, and we always kind of like one of those, like, don't like hush hush about it more or less where J.K. Rowling, like, stuff has been said. And it was one of those, like, I you don't know it. yet. You ignored it just so that you can enjoy what you wanted to like, enjoy. It was one of those, like, I don't know. And then after the more recent stuff that was just very blatant and obvious that came out, I just kind of read it. And it hit me in the point of, like, Harry Potter is about, like, the whole idea. Like, have you have you watched the movies? I've read the books. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Well, not all the books. I read but, like the but, first four books. Okay, so all right, so you know, like the whole idea, like Harry Potter is about being that whole like the Muggle born. When you're and the, different, yeah. Like being different and cut and being able to be open about it and being accepted in this extremely inclusive, like exclusive, no, inclusive world, mm-hmm. right? Inclusive, mm-hmm. and for her to show true colors where she was excluding someone from because of their by their body and their gender. She was making um, comments about how trans women are not real women because they can't give birth. That's fucked up. No, you don't have the right to just declare that. And uh, to be someone that created this magical world that people literally use to teach equality. I, and then even some of the actors and actors and actresses came out about like one of her characters, Cho Chang, the actress, like this is the most stereotypical, like Asian character, the name Cho Chang, like really. And you, I honestly didn't, I've never thought of that. And after seeing it, it was just one of those, like, I really don't feel comfortable really watching or reading her material. Unless it, I saw there was a movement to, to take it away. Like she may have wrote the stories, but they're not hers type of an idea. And Humorfully, I accept that kind of mindset, but I have not yet rewatched or read any books. Like, I don't know how I'll feel because I don't know if now I'm going to notice details that I either ignored on purpose or I just didn't see. Apart from that, in the D and D community, there was a um, there was a writer that was known for making racial comment, or there was a uh, creator 
that was called out for silencing a a racial comment that was that was that was called out at him and everyone was calling out wizards of the coast being like listen take care of this writer and why is he still on your board they've took away his title they took away everything and they're saying that he's not there anymore but people know that like you're still have a title in place like two of my two of my like very creative outlets were attacked or, or not about, attacked were exposed and what about when i brought up today critical role the I critical don't, role i didn't get toxic to, fandom I don't that know. goes back years. That's been a big deal for the past two, three years. So I don't know what's up with the fan. I, I started looking into it, and I it looks like there's and a apparently lot of- like the creators are kind of, are in the know about a lot of these things and don't really speak up. Or I'm I'm not sure exactly, so, and I don't want to speak out of turn. I just this was one of the things that I saw in passing, and so I was like, you know what, I can't get into another thing about you know why something somebody else is bad. I well, can't stand it anymore. Say, I haven't even watched or listened to Critical Role in years. Well, I'll say I. Everyone knows I love the show for it's awesome. But as far as what you t- what you brought up, I actually looked it up on Twitter and just kind of scrolling. I want to look into it more and figure out and fact check and not just blatantly agree with one side over the other. But it looks like the Critical Role Twitter, which I'm assuming is either Marisha or Matt or someone that they let speak on behalf of them, said that they are thoroughly investigating and they're not pointing blame anywhere. But they everything's going to be taken with extreme measures. Like they are looking into it. That's what I saw, and now you got to look in to see what it I, is. I want right? to. I want to look into more. As far as them, I know silencing certain things. I don't know as far as the fan base. I do remember in the first season of it. Yeah, the first campaign, there was a player that had some drama on set, and they did keep it quiet. And I don't know if that's what they're talking about about the toxicity, because as a player, he was a very meta gamer, and he had his own problems, and there was toxic. A tribute. So I don't know if in the past that's what they're referring about, but I want to look into it and see more because honestly, uh, the the actors it, it would would it would really surprise me because they're very vocal about like not being ex like not not being racist like they're not they're not like they're very open very liberalish uh people personalities the so, people on the show yeah like the players on all the white people on the show I mean. They just, are just checking, right? Because there's no there's no people of color on that show at all. But it's just a group of it's it was the group of friends that was originally playing on so, that first campaign. But then they started a new one. Yeah, right? but yeah, but it was just it was just the they same. started a new one and they didn't call in because there's a lot of times when Ashley Johnson ha- can't play. Yeah, but they have they have the, they out. have yeah, but no, they have players that they have other friends. Um, one of my favorite uh, actors is Shakasta, uh, uh-huh. black actor steps in. He plays it awesome. Yeah. They do it. No, yeah. yeah, he's a main character. He's one of the, he's one of the main uh, that yeah, has filled yeah, in on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into that <laughs> role. No, that's how's that. How's that train? That's a train that I'm not letting in because there are TV shows that that has been. a. But here's OK. So I talked about how in the past Critical Role has had the toxic fandom mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. But that has also been another thing that's been brought up about Critical Role. The reason I brought it up yes. is because it has been brought up that they have no people of color on there at all. Um, again. I have no say in this. I, I have no. I, I have I mean, no horse in the race at all. I could care less about Critical Role, but uh, yeah, that's that again. That's one of the things that comes up, and it beca- it becomes one of those things like when you start to look at history and you start to look at how systematic racism is so prevalent throughout every single corner of our of our of our just reality. Uh, you have to look at things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not about doing it just to appease people or just to what, but it's about when truly doing something, look at the value 
uh, that is is had that uh, a person with a different background, uh, a person of color, someone from a different culture brings to whatever it is you're trying to put out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and so it's not to say that to actively uh, say, well, we're not racist. We, you know, it's, it's not that at all, but it's no. about keep in mind whenever creating content for the future, anybody. And we look again, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we don't have pe- per- people. I mean, TJ's no. the only, only black person on our network. We're not racist. You know we just I mean? don't have, we d- don't say that. I hate when people say we're not racist. It's like, you oh. don't even have to say it. Right. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, moving forward when pr- produ- producing new content, any kind of content, you always want to look to if because the idea is, is we want to put content out, content out there for people to consume, mm-hmm. right? And if we want to put something out there for people to consume, we want to put out so- stuff that's top notch, that's the best. And why wouldn't we include other cultures and backgrounds and and different people? Uh, in a lot of what we do so that it reaches a larger audience or is more informed by those creators. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Which leads to my next question. Have you seen what they're doing now? A lot of people who are white actors, voice actors for cartoons and stuff are now stepping down from those roles saying that they won't voice those colored, uh, the, the, the black, uh, the, the people of color, any anybody that's a, a person of color on screen now is an animation. A lot of people are stepping away mm-hmm. from those roles. So Jenny Slate stepped away from that character she plays on at that show you like. I think it's that Big Kids one or the oh. ones where they curse their heads off oh, or some shit. Mouth? Yeah. She's stepping away really? from that character. Uh, the guy who voices Cleveland Brown is stepping away from that character. Uh, so, obviously, this started a couple years ago when The Simpsons, the Apu mm-hmm. character, uh, you know, voiced by Hank Azaria, he stepped away saying it was insensitive if he was con- to continue that they should use people from those backgrounds to voice those characters. So I'm glad you brought up that because I didn't know that was happening. Mm-hmm. And I'll say as far as that. I agree with it. I, I, they were res- discussing, I respect it. They were discussing this on Speak Between the Lines, too. And it was funny because those guys were saying that they didn't know that the guy who voiced Cleveland Brown was even a, a white guy. They thought he was black the whole time. Uh, but you know what? And I, I do respect it as well. I 100% respect it because, again, if you can have that you know, that perspective, that that energy brought to the table from a different background, you know what I mean, background or, or, or a person of color, whatever it is, like – you it should. should be. It should be. Now, it's going to make it better for something like Critical Role. And I, I just uh oh, we're going, no. back, going back to defending. No, be, him. no, no, it's not. It's not just. Are uh, you a CR defender? Well, it's a, it's a different argument. Just questioning. Are you a CR defender? I love Critical Role. So you're a CR defender to the day you die. Put it on recording so that when it comes out later that they're racist, you're gonna, when, I'll use that against you. <laughs> till the day you die. I'm gonna get on the train, but, but no, because <laughs> Critical Role. It brought up an example because. Critical Role's ca- it's it's not even just a cast that was like cast out and fought. it was a group of friends that formed a game that formed something. It'd be the same as the three friends. It's the same as Trey Cool, Billy Joe, and uh, Mike Durant forming Green Day. The three friends that formed a thing. They're not they're not being racist or anything that by not having a, a black member. It's Nobody just, said that. I know, but, but why so, wouldn't it be a, a a thought to do so? I mean, if. If if they wanted a new band member and there's a player in, in a I get what you're trying to say. So that's that's where I can say the critical that argument for critical role, I wouldn't I don't support that argument for them. Because they do have guests that jump in and when they have Ashley Johnson's spot open up, they have friends of color that do come in all the time. So that is there. So that, that is there. What does that mean? Well no So they so, checked off that box, they're cool. 
No, no, not not in that. That is that. No, that's not what I meant by that. But they they you do. always trip over your your words. I know I do you, because you're 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 dying to not sound a certain way, and I get it. I get it because yeah. we've teased you in the past based on where you grew up and. Uh, but it was, it's you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You know, no one's thinking of you in that way at all, dude. Um, but yeah, dude, there's a lot happening I like in the, the world today. Though. You know, I think it's awesome. It should be happening. just animation, should... or should it be in everything in in movies too? Wait, what? Because okay, so here's another thing. So we were discussing this beforehand. They removed the episode of Community, uh, the D and D episode, right, where Senior Chang plays a drow, a, a drow, which is a dark elf. Yep. Right, and a dark elf is typically a black skinned. Now, not not brown or no. dark brown, like it's like, like literally ink like, black, like shades of gray, like it's like gray ink. tone. It's yes, almost like, all ink, right? Yep, it's black, dark blue, midnight. Right, like it's that so tone. It's not. He comes playing D and D in character, and literally. so they remove the episode because of that, and and it could be misconstrued as offensive, uh, nope. in in uh, as considered blackface. Um, there were people on Twitter who were calling to, for the removal of Tropic Thunder because Robert Downey Jr. for almost the entire film plays a black man and he's in black he's literally in blackface he's 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 got brown you know the uh makeup all over him he speaks as if he you know he's a a stereotypical kind of you know black exploitation uh character do you know what i'm saying from mm-hmm. the 70s um they're calling for this to be removed. So again, like I was saying, I've been listening to these guys speak between the lines, and this was this was one of their part of their conversation. I don't want to hijack that and become Mm-mm. our topic, but this is happening, and it was interesting to hear their perspective and what they thought. Now, I'm not saying they speak for the black community, right? But these are black men, and mm-hmm. so to hear where they come from and their thoughts on that was Very really eye opening because we wouldn't, wouldn't understand that way, and we would never think to mm-hmm. you know we would never think how that would affect me because. But for them to hear it from their side of it. So that's what I'm asking you. So you're very happy that it was happening in animations. Well, what about what they're doing now in in real life or even any time, right? Mm-hmm. They said uh, Ghost in the Shell. What's her name? Took a lot of flack for that. Ghost. Scarlett Johansson took a lot of flack for playing an Asian woman when, when they could have just had an Asian woman do it. I am very much... If if it's if there is a um, as far as comic honestly, if there if you have the means to shed light and give another actor actress rather than like but think about what Hollywood is Hollywood is about the big name there isn't any big name I mean there, it's rare where there's how, such like blockbuster money drawing names that mm-hmm. are Asian right true it's one hundred percent true name one Jackie Chan maybe. You know, after Jackie Chan, uh, what's his name? Jet Li. Jet after Li. Jet Li, who else? But, but then I feel stereo. I feel like I'm being said because I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's I the point. Know, yeah. My whole point is that there's nobody that would draw those bucks. So a big studio is going to say we should get the person who would, even if she's not Asian. And that's been the problem with Hollywood See, for like a that. long time. See, I don't like that either because I, I like. I don't like it. I can, I can, you, I can understand where that would come from. Yes, they want to make the money, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean that it should be. Which, but do you support it? Do you I go to those it. films? No. I, do you say? I so, do you support them removing past films that might be offensive in the Black Lives Matters movement? I'll support that. Yeah. So 
no more Tropic Thunder. Take that out. Yeah, I mean, if if it's seen by if if it was seen by the black community as is really as yeah meant to be, you, res- oh, you would respect that. I respect that one hundred percent. In your mind, though, how do you judge? Like, how do you decide? This is considered this, and it's not about being offensive. And this is considered racist and offensive. How do you judge that? I honestly don't even know if I would be properly allowed to be judge of that. I really don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I have the say to say that is right. I just say that's not okay. Like I really don't. Like I, I got you. I'm not. I have. I respect that. You're growing up, you, little you know boy. What I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. You're growing up, young man. As far as examples, the community black, like the community episode. That that I see that wasn't meant to be blackface. If you look at it, oh yeah, yeah, he really doesn't. He literally looks like he came out of a a a, a, yeah. a barrel of oil. It's jet ink it's, black. It's not blackface, and he's not even accentuated because usually when I've seen stereotypical blackface, it's accentuating of the of the lips being like uh yeah the bright red. And I th- this doesn't no. look like red red lips. This isn't well. Red. Blackface just... now isn't just the old minstrel blackface. It's now even Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. That's considered blackface. See, it's I, it's there. It's basically it's not okay for white people to put black makeup on to represent a black person. That if you want to do that, you should have a black actor. Now, in this film, the idea is he is a white person back in those days that did a you know he's like he's a mm-hmm. method actor, and so he does that, and that's the point to his character is that he's the kind of person who would do it. Uh, and that's what these guys I, were talking about. Like, you know, it's Robert Downey Jr. First of all, so I, it almost gives them a pass, and they feel they are saying, you know, they that they don't that. think it's okay, but that seems to be the case. But the other piece of it is, is that there's nothing that he's doing. Like when he represented uh, the one dude was like he didn't know it was Robert Downey Jr. till the end of the mil- film. Same, I, I remember that he had point. no clue, and then he remembered, oh yeah, he was supposed to be in this film, and he hadn't seen him yet. So like he said, he didn't even know that, and so he thought, man, he did a great job acting, and then so it made him appreciate the fact. that that this dude was portraying this in a specific way that was not negative at all. It wasn't about making them look ridiculous, like clowns. Like, you know, it was about, it was such a performance that you thought you were watching a black man, you know, and a strong black man. I mean, it's comedy too, that, you know, there's parts in it where, you know, he says phrases and things like that, but dude. So here's how I'll say, I don't, I agree. I, I, I agree with that then. Like, or I, I can understand. I, I guess I yeah. support. Like, I'm not okay with it because if it was meant to be blackface, then you know what? That's distasteful. That's not okay. The idea that it was used because he was the method actor, and that's the comedic part of it, is that he's the method actor that's gonna go in blackface. That's not okay. That they would put that plot in the movie, but it wasn't meant to be disgraceful. It was just meant right. to be that. But it was used as a joke. So I see where. Right, they didn't need that in the movie. That was not necessary, so that there are lines that. that are that pertain to it. Mm-hmm. So it makes it funny, and that's part of the comedy in the movie. He, but he the characters not need it. Could have been a completely different yeah. character. Could have been a black guy. You, know, you could use a black way. guy playing it. So, and that's um, where I'm not okay. Like Robert Downey Jr. wasn't doing it, but the writing should have been like, listen, guys, we that should. It's, it is, it. you know, and that's the thing. It's. We just, I feel like moving forward, people need to be a mm-hmm. little bit, I think education is super important. And when I say education, I don't mean school education. And the reason I say that is because school doesn't educate you. No, it does not. not educate you. What school do- teaches you to do is how to memorize things and then pass tests based on what you memorized. Yeah. You know, yes, you'll learn basic things like the basic, like, you know, mathematics, things like that. But when I'm talking about 
thinking for yourself, critical thinking, uh, it learning, teach learning about history, exactly higher learning, higher learning, which is teach. normally held for college. Is, is kept away from children, which yep. is crazy. Like we should really refocus how we educate because like growing up, you shouldn't be blind to our history. You should understand our history because as we said before, if you don't learn from it, you're doomed to repeat it. And because you're not learning from it, because the school books don't have the Tulsa incident, you know, or the Philadelphia bombing, the black or uh, Black Wall Street, the story of Emmett Till. That's Tulsa, oh, or the story sorry. of Emmett Till. You know, because there are none of these stories in there, mm-hmm. and they're not going to contain stories of Breonna Taylor nope. or George. Flo- well, they might have George Floyd now, but they what they 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 had to have glossed over the L.A. riots at, at all. If they even touched on it, if they were included in the book, it was probably a chapter or a page. And I would think it's like a blurb on the page, dude. No, probably no that. in school. That's my point. Like we just need to change how we educate because it's only when we have a complete understanding of where we came from, what are we going to be able to really understand how we need to move forward, right? In in a positive way, and also. You know, when you have that kind of a higher level of education at a younger age, think of how many more cr- people will come out, you know, thinking critically, thinking the way you have to think to literally survive and not just primal sur- survival, but also like emotional, spiritual, intellectual, just societal. Mm-hmm. It's it's important, man. So that's what we're using our show for moving forward. I mean, we're oh, yeah. still going to talk about stuff. I had stuff to talk about. I was going to mm-hmm. ask you what you're watching. I wanted to talk about some shows I caught. Uh, I wanted to talk about HBO Max, but this episode's been long enough. We'll talk about that next time. Um, you got anything you want to say, promote, or do before we shut the show off? Honestly, guys, go check out any of the shows on the network. That's Just do that for me. And what's cool is that Chris, Chris started the uh, network YouTube channel. It's got some streams. It's slow. I got to put more slow. stuff up, dude. I haven't put stuff up in a month now. I say head over, check that out, and then share, uh, shameless plug, go check out the Podcasters YouTube page. We got some uh, streams going. Pod-casters. Pod-casters. That is correct. Uh, we got some streams going. Chris joined in on a campaign, and I think it's fun. It's good times. But, uh, yeah. Make sure you check out the website, BICBP-radio.com. Thanks for listening. Look, if you're for this, we appreciate you staying on and riding with us. And if this is not your cup of tea anymore, you know, it's we, all good, man. There's a lot understand. of good shows out there. Go check it out. We hope you guys all stay safe. And uh, don't forget, they still have not arrested the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. 